This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 83. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. And today I've got a great question that I really love because, you know... Every week I get on this, on the microphone and I, and I, and I talk about things that I believe about language learning. But, you know, who am I? I, I don't have all the answers. I'm not necessarily correct. I just give my perspective on stuff from my experience. So I love it when people challenge me because that starts a discussion and discussions are the way that we, we get to the bottom of things and improve our, deepen our understanding of, of, of everything in the world. So great question today, challenging me on something I said from a, an earlier episode. Before we get to the question, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show, italki, and if you're looking for professional lessons, professional language lessons, italki is the best place to do it from the comfort of your own home. You can get a free lesson by going to iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Now let's get into today's question from Masood. Hi Oli, uh, this is Masood, uh, 24 uh, from Iran, and the language that I've been learning uh, was this American English, and my, my mother tongue is Persian actually. Uh, I was listening to your podcast number 57, where you were talking about uh, extensive listening, I suppose. And in that podcast, you uh, pointed out something as uh, the gravity of uh, spending a lot of time on you know, purposeful studying the language rather than just being exposed to a lot of materials that we might not understand. And uh, so I was wondering if you really uh, meant uh, studying the language, because as far as I know, by this only experience of mine with my only second language, which is English, the moment I start studying anything in the language, uh, something in the brain activates, uh, which I would call it this this uh, monitoring thing, which will, which will constantly monitor whatever I'm talking about, and it'll literally kill the flow of the of the conversation because you're constantly monitoring whatever you, you're going to talk about. So, yeah. So my question is, if if you uh, what was uh, if 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 you could just clarify what what you meant by studying the language, uh, because I sort of uh, believe that language learning was a hundred percent unconscious process, where you would improve by a lot of immersions and exposure to the language. I'd appreciate it, and thank you again for your amazing podcast. Okay, Masu, thank you so much for a fantastic question. And, you know, I want to thank you for challenging me on this because I love, there's nothing I enjoy more than like intelligent discussion on, on important points of language learning, right? Now, for me, like this really resembles the, the argument of, okay, well, how do we best learn languages? Because children learn one way and, um, adults don't tend to learn the same way. We tend to go to, you know, children learn languages, uh, kind of instinctively and, um, and then adults go and sit in classes with textbooks. <laughs> so it, it kind of reminds me of that. In your case, it's probably slightly different. Um, but, um, yeah, so you, you talk about episode 57 and, and in episode 57, uh, for anyone who's listening, you might want to go back and check that out first. Um, again, you can find that episode at I will teach you a language.com forward slash episode 57. And the title of the episode was Does Extensive Listening Help? And extensive listening is where you spend a lot of time listening for pleasure, all right? Not your kind of textbook audio with examples, but actually listening to something like a radio program or, or watching TV or something like that. And the question was, well, does it help? Because a lot of people find that they listen to stuff for hours and hours and they 
feel like they haven't learned anything. So I won't go over the arguments for that. You can go back and check out episode 57 if you'd like. Um, so, Masood, you're talking about what you have called unconscious learning. And I think there's a great term. and Everybody's going to be able to relate to that and what it means. And like I said before, this is how we learn our mother tongue, right? We, um, or even a second or third language as a kid, we kind of, we, by, by virtue of being surrounded by the language and interacting, you know, carrying out daily life, our daily lives in the language, we learn it. Now, I'm going to have to take a guess at your background, Masoud, because without knowing more detail about your particular experience, um, it's very difficult for me to say. So I'm going to make a few guesses based on my experience of of, of of both your part of the world and also your your level of English, which is you know sensational. Um, so I, I do apologise in advance if I get any of this wrong. You can feel free to to you know get in touch and set me straight. But uh, this is important because your well, let's start with the, what's with the obvious point, which is that your English is really really good. I mean it, it's it's um, I mean, for me, it's clearly a sort of C2 level. And you said that you're 24. And so I'm from what I take from that is that you haven't learned English in the last couple of years. I, I imagine you've been learning for quite some time. Um, now, you've also said that you've been learning unconsciously, which suggests that you haven't been studying. So my conclusion from that is that you have probably been learning English for many, many years. Now, um, I know that... Now, I don't know whether that means you maybe you went to an international school and you had exposure to English or maybe you have maybe you didn't start learning English until you were at university or something like that. But I'm guessing that you've had a lot of exposure to English over the years. Um, I spent a few years in the Middle East myself and I know that there are a lot of people who yeah, I know it's perfectly possible to kind of grow up surrounded by English, especially if you're, as you sound to be like quite an educated person. Um, so. Again, I'm I'm just guessing from various things that you have probably um, been working on your English for quite some time. Now, why is that important? That's important because you have had something that adults don't have, which is the luxury of time. Now, let's say many people say that in order to do something to a world class level, you have to spend 10,000 hours on it. Okay, now I, that number's been highly debated, but let's just use ten thousand hours as a as a benchmark figure. Now, y- what when you start learning as a child or as a teenager or wherever it was for you, you, especially if you're surrounded by the language, you have many many years to kind of rack up those hours, and you can, you know, there's, there's no particular rush for you. You you probably you know you. you Many people sort of enjoy sort of growing up watching English TV, uh, hours a day, maybe. Um, maybe you have English lessons at school or, or even subjects at school that are actually taught in English. Uh, you might have, um, English speaking friends. I don't know. I don't know what. It's a very, it's like, it's the best way to learn a second language. It's a fantastic situation. It's a very privileged situation as well because mo- many people don't have that. It's a fantastic situation and it enables you to learn very naturally over time without any pressure and with access to, and by doing it with, um, with native speaker people potentially, um, or, or certainly with people that know, that know English. Now, again, I might be totally wrong about that, in which case I, I do apologize. It's just on, on balance, I, I do know I've got a lot of friends in that situation. Now, 
what you could say is that let let's say you've been learning English for ten years, Masood. Uh, again, this, I'm just I'm just guessing here. Let's say you've been learning English for ten years. Um, now I we you could say if you add up the number of the number of years it's taken you to get to your your level of English, you could argue that that's actually a quite an inefficient use of time. All right. Now, I, again, I don't mean this in a negative way at all, because obviously it's fantastic you've got the English you have. But if you were to break down actually how long it took you to get there, then it, you know you it, you could argue that that's quite an inefficient use of time. Now, the reason I say that is because lots of people, like I wrote an article once about why I think that watch why why I, I it was are you wasting your your time watching foreign language movies? And I made the argument that for most people at a beginner level, watching movies in a foreign language is a waste of time, because you know simply you can you can learn more by sitting down with a book and studying. A lot of people then kind of wrote to me and said, "No, Ollie, you're talking rubbish," because. I learn English just by watching Friends on TV, or I, I learn English just by watching movies. So you're wrong. And my answer is always, well, all right, but how long did it take you to do that? Like, you know, you've probably been watching English TV for ten years. But as an adult, my argument is, well, as, that you can learn a language much faster than that. You don't need to spend ten years doing it. You can learn a language in a year or two to a very high level if you want to. So. That's the background, and this is why I get to the point about about intensive listening, which you which you asked me about, because in t- listening in general is really important, and I spend a lot of my time listening to Cantonese, which is the language I'm learning at the moment, and it's very very helpful. But for most people, simply by listening, you're not going to you're not going to be able to learn a lot because there's too much going on. It's above your level. You can't you can't pause it and slow it down. In many cases, you can't. You can't read the transcript at the same time. The, the the bar is set too high to learn from. And one of the most important principles of of language learning is that you need to be learning things that are slightly above your level. For those of you、um, familiar with it, it's a concept called I plus one, which is that the best way to the best thing to surround yourself with is language that's only slightly above your current level, because that way it's kind of learnable. It's not too hard for you.、All、right now. Let's say again that Masood, the way that you learn English, what, again I don't know what it was, but let's say that it was the best way, and it sounds, you know, the results are so good in in your English that clearly it is a very effective way. Now, that doesn't change the fact that for most adults in most part of parts of the world, they can't replicate that. It's very very difficult. Like for me, like now in my situation, I'd love to spend hours a day surrounded by Cantonese. To have like dozens of friends from Hong Kong and and have nothing but Cantonese around me, I, I'm sure I'd learn really really quickly. But I can't replicate that. That's not my situation, and most adults can't do that either. So, because for, for you know for many reasons, as your average adult,、um, which is who I'm speaking to really on on this podcast and in my in my writing as well, it's not really to 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 younger people who might be living in an immersion environment. Because I think different rules apply, but you know, for your average adult who's got a busy job,、uh, maybe with a family to look after, who doesn't live in an immersion environment, who has no, who also has no real pressing life or death need to learn that language, they can't replicate the kind of conditions that I imagine that you have had to learn a language. And so the next logical question is: All right, if we can't be surrounded by the language for years, if we don't have this ideal immersion environment. What's the next best thing? 
And the answer is, for most people, it's going to be the answer is going to be to 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 exploit the the skill that you do have, which is study skills. Adults are intelligent; they've got study skills which perhaps younger people don't have. And so, the most efficient way for an adult to learn a language as a beginner is by using their study skills and exploiting that to the core. So that's what that's my explanation for why in the in the podcast you you, you mentioned. I'm kind of cautious about extensive listening. It's not because it isn't good. It is. It's highly effective, providing you've got, I think, many, many years to do it and you've got a lot of time to, to devote to it. Assuming you don't have that luxury, then the, the fastest way for you to make progress um, in your language is by study um, and by, you know, intelligent study and you know, mixed in with that lots and lots of listening, reading and speaking as well. Right, so I hope that helps. Uh, again, apologies for any inaccuracies. Uh, feel free to get in touch and, and, and clarify that with me. Um, but I hope that was that was useful for you. Uh, if and congr- congratulations on your English as well. I mean, it's really sensational, and, and you know, I wish I could speak many of my languages to the level that you speak English. It's really, really fantastic. A great achievement. Um, well done. And if you would like to ask me a question, then head over to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash ask. I love getting your questions, and I will. Um, providing it's a sensible question, reply to every single question that is that is left as a voicemail. Um, I'd also really appreciate a review of the podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, please head over to iTunes and leave me a review. It's really, really helpful. You can do that by going to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash review. Now, at the end of every episode, I like to leave you with a resource of some kind on the topic of the show. And so I think what I'm going to do for this one is, is because um, you... If you've listened to the end of this episode, I guess you're probably interested in the topic. So what I'd like to ask you to do is actually to go back and listen to episode 57 because it's going to give you a deeper understanding of exactly what we're talking about. So go back and, and, and check that out. I will teach you a language.com forward slash episode 57 and then get in touch. Go to the head over to the, the show notes for this. Leave me a comment. Let's continue the discussion. Maybe you agree with me. Maybe you don't. Either way, that's totally cool. But I'd love to, to hear from you and know what you, what you think about this. So thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.